Andrew Pitkin, your KNEM KMO News Director, here on an update program with the Council on Families in Crisis Executive Director, Martha Sander. You may know it as the Moss House here in Nevada. Martha, thank you for coming on in. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, about half a year, I think, almost since the pandemic started that we, we got to chat. And so just wondering, what have the challenges been like here in 2020 um, over at Council on Families in Crisis? Well, Moss House has definitely had a very challenging year in 2020. Um, unfortunately, we were impacted by the COVID in some significant ways that reduced our bed count. So we're un- unable, because of the social distancing aspect, we are unable to shelter the large amount of people that we normally would shelter. Um, typically, also a lot of people in transient or on the move or within the shelter network that are leaving one area to another area for safety. So one of the big challenges we've had is, number one, reduced bed space, which is, number two, reduce the numbers we could take in. Um, which has been very challenging. The second thing is we've had to restrict our intakes to mostly our local area that we currently serve, which is Bates, Vernon, Barton, St. Clair, Cedar, and Dade counties. Um, We're unable to really help largely outside that area. And then also we've been very challenged in that we haven't been able to have volunteers in our program in and out. Our program was a high use of volunteer hours with the COVID precautions, um, It's a little bit different at Moss House in that a lot of times in your own house, you're germ sharing with people that you know that you regularly share germs with. So the challenges aren't quite the same as as in a shelter setting where everybody that comes in the house has different germs than the other people that are in there, including um, both people that live there and staff. So it's been very challenging to have to look at different practices, different procedures, figure out how to um, shelter people in kind of non-traditional ways, how to provide services, and really kind of get at who has immediate safety needs and who has other needs that we can meet through other ways. You mentioned a variety of of challenges that you all have had to overcome. What are some of the ways that you have been able to deal with those? Well, one of the things that we were able to do, um, we did convert our playroom into a medical quarantine room, which has been a blessing for us over the course of COVID as we've had a place to, to kind of isolate people who are sick to keep from infecting other people in the building. Um, that was definitely a huge challenge for us. We are not medical providers, but we've had to become quickly schooled in medical procedures <laughs> for um, isolation and, and cross-contamination. Um, but one of the things that we were able to do is we were able to receive some CARES Act funds and those dollars kind of opened some arenas for us to do some other types of um, ways to help people. Were these CARES Act monies received from the local government, Vernon County, or the federal level? We received both. So we were able to receive some of our federal partner grant partners awarded us extra CARES Act funds that enabled us to um, work on some of those altered operations that allowed us to um, purchase some PPE. They paid to make our playroom into a medical quarantine room to add the beds, to add the um, the significant cost of things that that had to take place with that. I think the costs were around $10,000 to get that all together and be able to meet what we needed with that. And then we were also able to 
get Vernon County CARES Act dollars, which also allowed us to purchase some additional PPE and then offset some funds losses from Loretta's Attic that went directly into operational grants that also helped us with our match, because a lot of our state and federal grants require match, and that's money that we raise from local fundraising. So we were able to apply for some of those dollars, which definitely helped um, keep those federal dollars flowing. And then we were also given a special CARES Act fund that has allowed us to use money um, in non-traditional ways for client assistance. So we've been able to put some people in motels. We've been able to buy some plane tickets or some bus tickets to get people um, closer to family. We've been able to provide some non-traditional funds for um, car repairs, Um, things needed for work, things that we're not normally able to do, but maybe help someone like we helped someone who um, was a victim in another area was her car was broken down and attacked and she wasn't going to be able to get to work. So we were able to help get the car towed and get the car running again so she could continue working to stay in her own home. So there's just things like that we've been able to do um, that have been really important for us. Speaking with Council on Families in Crisis, Executive Director Martha Sander, what else is new at Moss House? Well, one of the exciting things, we received a grant from 3M, and we were able to put a new roof on at Loretta's Attic. That was very exciting for us. It was leaking. It was in dire need of replacement. And so we were able to tear it all the way down to the decking, replace some of the decking, get a new roof on that. So we were very excited um, for that opportunity. Then again, some of the CARES Act dollars have been new for us to have some different funds in different ways. And then also um, our participation within the Missouri Balance of State Continuum of Care has also been um, some new avenues opened up with that this year. And also we were just talking about before that the Moss House is involved with the Missouri Balance of State Continuum of Care. Uh, can you explain you know, a little bit more about what that is and how you participate? Well, the Missouri Balance of State Continuum of Care is 101 counties in the state of Missouri that's working to end homelessness. And so Moss House, we got involved in this initiative because the number one reason that women are homeless is domestic and sexual violence. So we got involved in this work um, several years ago, and we've gotten very um, attached and deeply embedded in the work. And so basically, the Balance of State Continuum of Care, in addition to looking at homelessness within the state, we do the point-in-time count, which is a yearly count of unsheltered homeless um, persons within our state. We also do do the HUD programs, HUD-funded programs, and basically coordinate and prioritize where those dollars go is all coordinated through the continuum of care. So the programs include like permanent housing, rapid rehousing, emergency shelters. So there's about $5 million that comes into the state of Missouri that is managed and distributed through agency grants um, through the continuum of care. So it's obviously something we're very involved in, mostly because of our homelessness work um, with victims who are homeless, obviously, Moss House is an emergency shelter, but they also do a lot of other great work around the state and help with a lot of other types of programs. Um, they are administering the what's the ESG Emergency Solutions um, Grant Program, the the CARES Act dollars with that, and there's been $15 million set aside for um, the ERAP program through through that process. What is that ERAP program that you just mentioned? Well, the ERAP program is an emergency rental arrears program that is being administered through Missouri Housing Development Commission. And basically, it is a one-time payment for up to six months of past due rent dating back to April 1 of 2020. 
So basically, they are targeting, um, giving preference to small landlords with 10 or fewer units. And basically, what they're doing is trying to provide some rental assistance for people who are facing eviction, people who have gotten behind because of COVID. Maybe their income's been impacted and they haven't been able to keep up with their rent. So they're targeting the payments will be paid directly to landlords. And they basically can go back for six months on rent. So it's very exciting. Um, that program is going to open in January very soon to online applications from landlords. I know that toward the beginning, too, we talked a lot about how there was an increase in calls uh, at the Moss House in terms of domestic violence and those kinds of things. So has that continued throughout 2020? We have continued to get calls. The surge that we saw initially with the the stay-at-home orders, we haven't had those large surges like what we had in March and April. We continued to stay pretty steady pace to our normal um, numbers of hotline calls. They might be a little bit down in that people tend to um, stay together during hard times, during crisis. People tend to not want to um, bed down with strangers in the middle of of a COVID crisis. So um, we have seen a different type of call for help, which is we've been able to answer a lot of those calls with different resources, some of those non-traditional ways. And we've been able to get people enrolled in our outreach services and provide some housing assistance through some of the continuum of care work. So it's been a very creative year for us. We definitely are still helping people. Um, We are definitely helping people in a little bit different ways than what we normally would, but we are still um, out there helping people, getting people housed, getting people safe, doing safety planning. We're still going to court, assisting with protection orders. We're still working with the prosecutor's office, the police department, a lot of those things. are still in place. Martha, if there's someone who would be in need of your services, how can they reach you? Well, one, I want to give two resources here at the end. I forgot Mm -hmm. to give the resource for the ERAP program. So if you're in need of help with that or you're a landlord that has tenants that are behind on rent, um, it's www.mohousingresources.com forward slash ERAP, E-R-A-P. And they have a lot of resources on that website if people are needing housing assistance or rental assistance. So I want to give that resource. And then if you are needing assistance with domestic or sexual violence, you can call our 800 number. It's answered 24 hours a day by a live person. All calls are confidential. And that number is 1-800-398-4271. Well, sounds great. Martha, anything else to say or is that all? I don't think so. All I can say is Happy New Year and I hope that 2021 slides in much calmer, much more peaceful (laughs) and that we have a better year. Yeah, maybe we'll see, you know, 2020 in hindsight as, you know, with 2020 vision. I don't know. We'll have to see how that works out. But looking forward to 2021 as well. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, Martha. Yes, thank you very much. Absolutely. That's Martha Sanders. She's the executive director over at Council on Families in Christ right here in Nevada on your KNEM KNMO update program. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.